Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. At least that's what we think our names are. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't come out that way. Yeah. Sometimes people hear Tyler and they say Trevor. <laughs> Sometimes people hear Danae and they go Danye. Danye. Sometimes Fuzzy is 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 Fuzzy. Fuzzy, yeah, Fuzzy, Fluffy. Yeah. Get get them all. Uh, yesterday, Tyler, you weren't here. Danae wasn't here. We had our friend Megan in with me, and she told me a story about the first time that she met her future in-laws. And um, they called her the wrong name repeatedly. If you've uh, ever dealt with the uh, strange, awkward feeling of being called the wrong name, just sit here and indulge <laughs> in this awkward story. Whew. When we did go to the farm to meet his parents, okay. it wasn't once, it wasn't twice, it was actually three times uh-huh. I got called the wrong name. <laughs> I got called the ex-girlfriend's name. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know it was that. Yeah. What? Like, I mean, it's one thing for them to be like, oh, Morgan, hey, May, oh, I'm sorry, it's Megan. <laughs> Morgan, like, okay, Megan, Morgan, kind of close. It was his ex. They kept I know. calling you his ex girlfriend's name? I know. And I will say, after that day, it didn't happen again. I did get a couple Morgans throughout the family, but. After that day, I think the look on my face was like, yeah, we're not doing this again. So what did you do as they're calling you this other girl's name? Honestly, I just, at the first time, I just, I laughed it off. I'm like, haha, yeah, not, wrong girl. Did they acknowledge it? They it, did. It was, it was acknowledged. Well, and then my now fiance, Dylan, was yeah. like, um, mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> Get the were, right name. Were you aware of the ex-girlfriend? Or? I was. Okay. So I knew when they said the name, I knew who they were referencing. Oh, my God. But it was still, it was very awkward. So, yeah, after the third time, luckily it didn't happen more than three, but two too many. Um, it was more like, okay, my name is Megan. Yeah. It's a simple name. Three times is bad, right? Three times is now we, super bad. We threw the question out there on social media. Time they, Awkward time you recall the wrong name. Jasmine said, my in-laws call me my fiance's ex-wife's name sometimes, and we've been together for seven years. <laughs> the, I, uh, been called a lot of things. I've been called Skyler, uh, Kyler. Yeah, Taylor. Taylor a lot. Yeah. But at least I wasn't called somebody you never want to hear of ever, ever again. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe for when you can't listen live but want to stay connected to your friends. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. You know what's been fun over the last 24 hours is everybody sharing their, like, nostalgic Zellers moments. Yeah. Knowing that Zellers is coming back and we know finally where it's going to be. It's going to be inside Sunridge Mall which as a kid growing up in northeast calgary yeah. or upper southeast calgary yeah, yeah, yeah. that can be like that's a, that's a that's a landmark spot at sunridge mall zellers is like og for sure and it, it it's just kind of a reminder of all of the things that happened like i remember being christmas and go uh, you're going christmas shopping and you're like oh you look at this toy and then you can see your mom in the background and she's like kind of making notes and being like okay he likes that yeah. it just it just takes you back to that moment right yeah and it's also so quintessentially canadian as well it feels like zellers has been gone for a million years mm-hmm. it's been 10 yeah, uh, yeah. It's it That's seems it, longer. Eh? It's only been ten years since since Zellers stopped being a thing uh, around Calgary because right? they moved them all out when they when they turned them to targets. Yeah, and then the targets were like only there for a couple of years, right? and everything's moved on from there. Yeah, and you go into a mall where there was a Zellers or a Target, and it's just something else now. 
But it's almost like you got to be a Calgary OG to remember because so many new people come to our city every year. Yeah. It's almost like the legend of this store, <laughs> you know, goes further away based on the generations, even though it's only been a decade. So a lot of people are like, oh, what's a Zellers? And it's like, how do, how do you describe a Zellers? Is it, is it like a combination Walmart and, and the Bay? Kind of. I feel like if you were going to tell someone, it's probably, I would, I would go closer to it being Walmart, even though if I close my eyes, I can picture being in the Sunridge Mall Zellers yeah. a million times. I can picture being there with my uh, with my mom where I'm having to try on clothes yeah. and her asking if there's enough room in the crotch of my <laughs> pants in front of everybody uh-huh. because that's what it's like in a department store. Right, right. You go to the clothing section. Yeah. You're not necessarily getting a fitting room. She's yeah. holding up and going, how about the crotch? And yeah. you're going, Mom, will you stop with the crotch? <laughs> uh, it's funny. Uh, my wife Kelly and I were talking about this yesterday, and Kelly also grew up in uh, Northeast Calgary and in, in Whitehorn. And it's funny because she's like, yo, man, I got busted shoplifting at the Zellers at Sunridge Mall. And I was like, oh, you bad little kid. Yeah, that's one of those memories you don't want to relive necessarily, right? The uh, the funny part of her story about being uh, busted for shoplifting is I think she, her and her friends were there. And it was like, you know, in junior high when people start getting into like makeup and stuff. Yeah. And then you realize like makeup is expensive. And if you steal it from your mom, it might not be the stuff you like or right. whatever. I think she got busted stealing eyeliner. And they did the whole thing where, like, busted red-handed. They take you to, like, the bowels of Sunridge Mall. Yeah. You're inside. There's, like, you know, a security department. And they're like, we're going to call the police. You're going to jail. Yeah. The interesting thing is Kelly's uncle was a police officer. Okay. So when she gave her last name Siemens, they're like, oh, Siemens, you got an uncle named Stewart? She's like, I do. And they're like, how would he feel about this? You've got an officer of the law in your family. And she's terrified because there's that moment where the security guards make you call your parents. Right. So your parents can come in. They can tell you what you did wrong and all that kind of stuff. And and so Kelly's dad comes to pick her up inside the security office. Yes, yes, you know what? Oh, we take this very seriously in our family. And, oh, yeah, she knows better. And, oh, trust me, you know, we'll, we'll be talking about this when we get home. And, oh, yeah, she's grounded forever. And Kelly's all scared. She gets into her dad's car after, and he goes, geez, what's wrong with you? Why'd you get caught? He didn't give her a speech, I taught you better than yeah, that. He, yeah, but he wow. kind of gave her the speech of like, don't you know any better? Come on, there are he, different ways of doing it. He gave her the old, I, I'm, I'm not bad, I'm disappointed. Yeah, that you got caught. That you got and she's like, caught. I thought I was in trouble. What's going on? Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real. Fun and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. What is the most embarrassing thing that ever happened inside of a school gym? School gyms are weird because there's always an audience usually, whether it's something that you're doing for for sports or or you're playing sports or if it's an assembly, right? Like there's people gathered, even like a musical performance that happens in the school gym. You could throw in, yeah, like concerts in there or or when you had to go up there and like read a speech in front of the whole school. Right. So much opportunity for embarrassing moments inside the school gym. Uh, text your story into 98.5.98.5 if you've got one. Uh, if you don't, just sit back and enjoy this story from Chandler. Holy cow. Okay, so um, I was in, I would say probably the second grade, just an unfortunate looking child. Um, and we were playing this game in gym class in school where like we had to like run around the gym and then we'd have to run across the gym, all these different directions, right? And all of a sudden, the, the, uh, the gym teacher blows his whistle 
and like slowly walks to the middle of the gym floor. And all of a sudden I see them. I see somehow my sisters like hand me down potty training, like aerial underwear oh, are sitting no. smack in the middle of the gym. Oh, no. And I don't know how they got there. I'm just standing there shocked knowing <laughs> I don't know what's coming. He gets, he blows his whistle. He yells in the middle of the gym, whose panties are these? Oh, my God. <laughs> Uses the P word. Yeah, I was going to say, and, and yelling <laughs> the P word out. What's also, wrong with the word panties? No, Fuzzy, don't use that word. I know. <laughs> I, I, you know, it was, I was, what, 2007? Like, we're going to forgive it, but uh, loudly out the underwear. <laughs> and everyone's silent. He's walking around the gym. He's a new coach. So he thinks that someone's pulling a prank on him, and I, because I know how nasty the underwear are. He thinks it's a prank, <laughs> and he picks them up with his pencil, makes us all sit in a line, and is like, "All right, someone's gonna confess. You're pulling a prank on me. You're playing a prank on Coach L." Well, he was like, "Here's the deal." He's like, "I'm gonna get the principal, and we're gonna start fingerprinting." And I'm like, oh, God, it's the end of my life. And so. And in your mind, as a, as a younger person, you're like, fingerprinting is how they bust everybody on all the crime yeah, things I've I ever heard it. about. I'm, here we go. Yeah. I was like, you know, I've got a big guilt conscience. <laughs> so I said, I said, mister, those are mine. They're my sisters. No one believes me. I'm like, those are my sisters. Everyone's like, ew, they're dirty. I'm like, they're my sister's guys. It's okay. I went home. The coach felt so bad because he thought it was one of the boys he pulled me aside after class and said i'm so sorry he said what's your favorite drink from a fast food restaurant and i told him and he brought me one every day for a week oh my god now is this a situation where you had the klingon underpants from your sister that came out of the laundry because i know that's happened with me at the gym except it was a lacy thong not one of mine but one of my wife's and 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 there i was sure sure Is that what happened with you? That's what we're thinking. My mom and I talk about it to this day. And I it was cold outside, so I think like I think I was wearing like fleece lined pants. So they were either like stuck to the back of me like all day or they were like in my pant leg and they fell out when I was running. I we don't know. It's a mystery. Oh <laughs> all the anxiety you feel when all of a sudden there's an article of your clothing on display for everybody inside of the school gym. Got to give a shout out to Christy Kallenberger on Facebook. She says she was wearing one of those stick-on bras in high school. Okay, yeah. No straps in yeah, the back. Yeah. Uh, didn't think of it, but in gym class, we were running laps, and maybe s- certain situations got a little sweaty that made the adhesive not so sticky anymore. Oh. And the bra fell out of her shirt <laughs> onto the gym floor in front of everybody. <laughs> Right below that, a comment from our friend Randy Martin says, No, stop, you're lying. Christy says, It's true. Fuzzy, we're hearing from so many people yeah. with so many embarrassing stories that took place in that that, that part of the school yeah. that basically has everything go on inside it. And there's something to be said for bodily functions that happen. Bodily functions that happen are, can be awkward and funny at the same time. Yeah. But when they happen in front of a crowd, they're even funnier. Yeah. Uh, oh, and more embarrassing as well if you're the one that's doing it. Uh, Stacy Lynn says, I learned how to belch in an assembly when I was in grade four. It was so embarrassing as it echoed through the entire gym. You think about being inside of a school gym. <laughs> 
It's like the biggest building in the school. Yeah. The roof is like 37,000 feet high. Yeah. It's humongous. And everything in there is built to help things echo. Right. And Courtney also echoed, um, well, had somebody echo. Uh, one day they were already sitting on the floor and one of the classmates um, just let out a loud rip quote. Uh, it echoed around the gym and rumbled the floor. <laughs> and it rumbled the floor. And, and, and for that person, just that feeling of everybody in the assembly is staring at me. <sighs> Stacy, take us through the most embarrassing thing that happened to you inside a school gym. Uh, your text sounds funny, so why don't you tell it to us? Uh, it was the first day of grade 10, and the whole school was in an assembly in the gym. We're all sitting with our classes, and of course my class is at the top of the bleachers. And at the end of the assembly, they were randomly drawing names for prizes, just like t-shirts and whatever. And my name got called, so I was going down the bleachers to claim my prize, and I slipped on the first stair, <gasps> and I fell <laughs> From the top to the bottom. Oh! Stacy, the awful thing about this is this was the first day of school, grade 10. Like, if you were yeah. if you were in grade 11, grade 12, you're like, you know what? Chalk that up. Yeah. I'm almost done. You could own it. You yeah. had to know those people for the next three years. Yeah. First day, new school. <laughs> um, I don't want to have you relive that uh, embarrassing moment, but all I can hear in my head is, come on! You're so excited to claim your prize. Uh, I wish it was as glamorous as uh, So what was your nickname going forward? Was it Tumbles? Was it Stumbles? Was it Oh my gosh. Was it Timber? <laughs> That never even occurred to me. I probably had one, but I never even knew about it. Hey, it's good. If you didn't know about your mean nickname in high school, it means it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I guess so. Hilarious. Well, hey, we appreciate you taking our call this morning. And uh, most of all, thank you for listening. Yeah, of course. Listen every day. Uh, Cheryl uh, has a great story about embarrassing moment inside the gym class. And it's tough because it's not coming from the student perspective. I am a teacher. We had a talent show for the students. I thought for the talent show at the end, the teachers did a little something. So I used to be pretty flexible. I thought I still was. And I did at the end of the talent show for the kids, I did a handstand and I dropped down into the split. Oh, wow. But as soon as I hit the ground, I heard a pop. Oh. <laughs> so I quickly got up. The kids thought it was the coolest thing ever. But by the time I got home, I couldn't walk, and I was crying, and my husband's like, we're leaving to the Dominican in a week. You better go get that checked in case they have to reattach something. And so I went to the hospital, and the triage guy, I told him the story, and he's like, you know, sometimes when we have a little liquid courage, I'm like, I'm not drunk. (laughs) (laughs) To clarify, no, this is a sober decision. Luckily, nothing was detached, just a little minor rip and some physio with the doctor too she was like you know sometimes when we drink and i was like i'm not drunk (laughs) (laughs) cheryl i know that it hurt really really bad but i'm so happy that you got to like pull off that move you did the splits the whole (laughs) school gymnasium goes wild you're the coolest teacher ever And then you just walk it off. Like, that to me is such a good <laughs> yes. moment, regardless of all the pain you experienced afterward. Yeah, I did it 
grown-ups you can still embarrass yourself in front of a bunch of people in a gymnasium yeah 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 um if you close your eyes right now can you picture what the big climbing apparatus wall looks like inside of an elementary school gym with like the ladders and the ropes and the rings and all those different things yeah you could like swing it out from the wall and do all the activities it's funny like as a kid you'd never see the process of it being stuck to the wall yeah. and then coming out and being this gigantic indoor playground. Yeah. But magically, there'd be that time of year where you'd go into the gym f- for class and go, <gasps> it's time to climb. This is so exciting. Yeah. I'm in grade three. It's intramurals, which, as you know, is like better than gym because it's extra gym. Right. It was like, rather than go play outside when it's cold, go climb something. Mm-hmm. And there I was showing off my upper body strength and my and my 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 fast time of this obstacle course, just okay. trying to beat everybody. Because I was like, no, 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 no. You think you're the American Ninja Warrior? I'm the Canadian Ninja Warrior. I got this. <laughs> and as I'm going, there are two ropes between a large section of metal. Yeah. And I'm at the very top of this thing, which in my mind is about 379 feet tall. <laughs> it's probably actually what 10, 12 feet it, high. It, yeah, probably about that. Yeah. And there, a basketball I, net. and there I am, and I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to graciously <laughs> swing. You from, don't do anything graciously. From one rope to the other and off to the other side, it's going to look seamless. It's going to look perfect. Uh-huh. The only thing that I didn't factor in, again, was, um, was my own body weight and holding it up with just one arm and one hand. As a kid in grade three, so I'm seven or eight. And again, you're you're in grade eight, and your your upper body strength in grade eight is not that strong. No, 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 no. You 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 ain't you ain't got it going on. You ain't got it going on. So there I am, and I take a fall. And when I say I fell, I flew through the air. I did about seventy nine flips. It's not true. It's how it felt again. Huh. And I'm sitting there, and I I I I I fall. Flat on my back. Yeah. I didn't even land on the mats that are below the apparatus. Because I was about to say, falling on those blue mats, I mean, the thing, sure, they are a a little soft, but they're, what, a couple inches thick, if that? I landed flat on the hard wood gym floor, and I immediately felt every breath inside my little eight-year-old body flee myself. Now, the funny thing is, to this day, People will be like, hey, Tyler, remember when you fell off the climber thing in gym, man? Remember you made a noise like this? (laughs) Sorry, what noise was that? (laughs) And everybody's got their own interpretation of what happened. And I'm like, no. And they're like, yeah, I remember you were crying. And I'm like, I did not cry. I couldn't cry. I couldn't even make a noise. You had no wind. Because every bit of oxygen was out of my body. I think if I were going to try and accurately depict the noise I made falling off that climber, Mm -hmm. again, like 379 feet. 80 stories. 80 stories, doing 79 backflips and landing flat on my back on the gym floor. I sounded more like a raptor. That was it. Uh-huh. Then I remember them being like, uh, hey, hey, do you need an ambulance? And I was like, don't call an ambulance. Yeah. Ambulances are scary. Call my mom. Could you imagine you're, you're, a, you're, you're, you're a parent yeah. and you get a call saying your kid fell from a really high place at school, but don't worry, he's not totally broken? Yeah, yeah, no, that would be a little stressful. I um, couldn't do anything physical for, uh, for, for quite a while. Yeah, well, that's because you had all the no- wind knocked out of you as you went, no! <laughs> 
no, no, no. It was more like. <laughs> the funny thing is, I just realized this literally happened when I was eight years old, uh-huh. and I still haven't done anything physical since. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I'm, I, you know, eventually. You know, I would, but I got that injury, man. Remember when I fell off? They're like, dude, that was a couple years ago. And I'm like, wow, it still hurts. It still hurts. I almost punctured a lot. The man child, sasky girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy with a moment to show that celebrities are just like us. Sometimes, despite their good intentions, they don't remember the words to popular songs. Yeah. It's Which, a little tougher when it's their own song, but I mean, hey, who's who's really keeping track here? It's one thing when you forget the words to the song as you're singing along in your car to whatever we're playing, but no, and if you're on stage and everybody expects you to know it, and your name is Justin Bieber. Yeah. Yeah, when millions of people around the world know every word to your song with the Kid Leroy stay, and then you're on stage sounding like... It's been She does. I love the ownership of being like, not only not knowing the words, so yeah. rather than smush, 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 you just say, I don't remember the words. Well, yeah, he actually sang the fact that he didn't remember the words. And he keeps the song going in like the right cadence, the yeah. right tempo, and then picks up where he knows them. And you're like, that is that is a smart move from a veteran performer. Well, that's the move of somebody who had the same issue happen a few years ago. And completely butchered it, which made everybody go. Hey. Yeah, it's tough when it's uh, the song that has more YouTube views than any other song in written history. That would be the uh, legendary moment where Justin Bieber couldn't quite remember the words to Despacito. Can we put a cringe warning on this? This oh. is extremely cringe. Oh, yeah. And if you haven't heard in a while, this is one of the greatest slash worst moments of all time. It's been <laughs> that took me right back to 2017. Fuzzy, I wish you, uh, you could see the face you just made, and I wish you could see Fuzzy's face. Fuzzy was literally face-palming, making the cringiest face ever. Oh. It's okay, Justin. It happens to everybody. Virgin Radio's $100,000. Destroy your debt. $100,000, and it's all going to one winner. Our buddy Miles from iHeartRadio Nights gets to connect with a different person every single night to give them the good news that they've won. The $1,000 daily bonus prize. Oh, yeah, because that's a thing, too. A thousand bucks up for grabs every single day. Hello. Elizabeth, I think, well, at least I hope you've been waiting for my call. Oh, my God, you've got to be joking me. I'm not joking, Elizabeth. You've won a thousand dollars. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. Oh, I don't know what to say. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. You are so welcome. You've been entering these 1K keywords online at virginradio.ca. It's paid off. I try to listen every day at 8, 10, 12. 
Yesterday I missed the four o'clock one. Today I think I got every one. Oh, thank you so much. What does this mean? I can use it towards my renovation that I just started in my bathroom. New bathroom, nice. Well, I guess if you win the 100,000, you'll be renovating the whole house. I'll be taking a trip. Where are we going? Uh, we will go somewhere nice and warm. Amazing. All right. I'll hold you to that. Well done, Elizabeth. Okay, thank you so much, Mars. You have a great day. The thing with those renovations is renovations always end up costing more because you find something else that's oh. wrong. Oh, what's that? You just want to change the floor in your bathroom? Cool. Your plumbing is also going, so you need to fix that. That's going to cost you more. I remember when we were kids, my mom and dad were redoing our bathroom. Yeah. And I'm just very happy to know that their marriage survived that. Yeah. Because they were DIYing most of it, and it is not a thing mm. that people who are in relationships can, <laughs> let alone build IKEA furniture, yeah. try and, you know, retile a, a, a bathroom or put it in a new tub <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Not a thing. So all that stress that's not even on top of how much it's going to cost being over budget yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, $100,000 to destroy your debt, de-stress. That's what it's all about. Up for grabs for one person and that person could be you keep listening for your next chance to win virgin radios one hundred thousand dollar destroy your debt this is virgin mornings in calgary with tyler danae and fuzzy hear them live weekdays from 5 30 to 10 on 98.5 virgin radio it's tyler danae and fuzzy big wedding fair in town this weekend this is one of those things fuzzy where hundreds and thousands yeah. of couples are going to walk into this wedding fair and go, what do we do? <laughs> well, that's the thing is you walk in there not knowing what you're doing and hopefully you get some answers uh, to, at the wedding fair happening on Sunday at the BMO Center. And um, we talked about it yesterday asking for advice from people who, because everybody's been to a wedding and you've been to weddings where things went really well and you've been to weddings where things didn't go so well. Yeah, our uh, good friend Megan was uh, on the show yesterday, uh, bride-to-be this summer. Yeah. She's got a lot of uh, ideas, but also a lot of fears and anxieties because planning a wedding is, is super intense. Uh, our buddy Joe has some good advice for anyone planning a wedding and, uh, well, let us know how this hits you. My wife and I went to this wedding in a cultural center so during there was a really long ceremony. So during the ceremony, some of the kids were getting restless, and so the parents just kind of sent them into the back hallway. And uh, before the wedding, they had gotten all ready, and they had a huge table of Jello shooters. Oh! And uh, the kids got into the Jello shooters. No! It turned out like when the ceremony ended, my wife and I were the first ones to get up, and we were in the very back. We walked in the back, and there was kids falling down and staggering oh, around and crying and screaming. No. And so about a third of the people at the wedding had to leave to take their kids home because they were drunk. Oh, so unattended jello shooters, a bad idea for a wedding is what you're saying. Yeah, they, they had them on one of those folding leg tables and they had the legs folded up so they could haul it. And they just sat on the ground. So, of course, the kids <laughs> saw this rainbow of jello shooters and course they ate them who doesn't love jello right <laughs> yeah, it, it wiggles crazy. and jiggles and it's delicious <laughs> this is just another reason why not to have kids at your wedding right if the kids were yeah, here I, that, that would be another way to solve the problem <laughs> joe thank you so much for the call have a great day you too thank you joe dropping some uh knowledge, knowledge there man, yeah i uh can recall being uh being a ute can't remember the uh age but maybe it was like uh so, junior high or high school era, uh-huh. we're uh, we're at a wedding. There's a lot of a lot of family there. Yeah, hanging out with your your cousins, which is always interesting. Like you hang out with your cousins when you're like little kids, and it's like cool because it's like, hey, 
Do you like insert name of popular children's cartoon? You're like, yeah, of course I love Ninja Turtles. That's the greatest. <laughs> and then you're like, do you also like this? And you're like, absolutely, I like that too. It's like, perfect. Yeah. We still have something in common. Yeah. Then a few years go by and like, for real, like puberty happens and yeah. having cousins is kind of weird. Okay. Because you're like, you look different than you used to. You sound different. You've got hair and all these things. Yeah. But I can recall at one moment cousins rolling up being like, yo, 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 listen, you got to... You got to come over here with the big kids and see what's going on. And we're like, oh, what do we what do we got going on there, cousins? They're yeah. like, check it out, check it out. We've uh, commandeered half a box of wine. Okay, here this, Ooh, uh, box wine. This major family function. And I'm like, oh, a box of, it comes in a box? Sorry, just let me get some banjos ready here for right, you. Right, I know, right, right, I know right. Danae's not here, but uh, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. this feels like it's got banjos all well, over it. it. It's perfect, too. It was uh, at, at the family farm uh, near Acme, Alberta. So that's like a, a, a good indicator. But not that, near the Luniversity. But, no, 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 no. And it was like, oh, we got this like this half box of wine. So we figure there's enough for everybody, right? And you're like not knowing like how it works and stuff. And then people were like, yeah, why don't you uh, pour me a little, uh, little of that? Yeah, let's see what you got here. No, it's not what I'm used to having, you know. It's like, eh, these kids are lying, right? No one's tasted this before. Like maybe a sip. Oh, you know, usually I prefer, is that a red? Or is it a white? Yeah. Oh, you got any uh, rose? Yeah, I like rose. You yeah. guys got any rose? Yeah. Nobody knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Then they're like, here, no. Pour a little into your grape into your grape pop. Oh, 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 I heard it goes good with cream soda. You know what? Pour a little into your root beer. And these are all the all the things that are going on. Of course. Uh, luckily enough, there wasn't enough wine to be dangerous. Yeah. Right. It wasn't like the story that Jello Joe told, where the kids are like falling <laughs> over and, and being wobbly legged and woozy, and parents haven't intervened. But it was this moment where, like, the cousins made a pact. Yeah. Here in this moment, yeah. we're going to be real yeah. bad. Yeah. And no one can know about this. All right. Now, take a blood oath on it. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to. No, we're not going to. Okay, whatever. That's, but it that's was pretty serious there, a blood oath. Yeah, it was the uh, evening where uh, half a box of wine was the most important, greatest possession ever. Yeah. Um, and if you're wondering, it doesn't mix well with any of the things I mentioned. I was going to say, uh, wine and root beer don't sound like they go necessarily. Nah. Maybe the great pop, sure. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But the other ones, uh, not so much. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Happy to be inside your device when you can't listen to the show live. 98.5 Virgin Radio.